Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Believe in Rams, episode 156. Man, do we have a lot to talk about. I'm Jake Ellenboga. Joining me as always is my buddy over here, Cameron Lynch, who is your former Rams linebacker. And uh, man, we could really use him on the roster. He did not tell me to say that. I'm saying that uh, because the Rams are pretty much like F them defense, right? Uh, we need some help over there. To- <laughs> I, I had to, I had to throw it out there. Uh, before we get into it, uh, please be sure to subscribe, like rate and review. Um, and we'll dive into this uh, little bet online and read bet online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play prop and point at bet online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups and game trends at bet online. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right through the Final Four, and the championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head on over today to the website or use the mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your awards. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, Cam. Oh boy. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Um, so I did mention, I, I didn't go back to the exact episode, but I know I mentioned to you, there's a chance Jalen wouldn't be on the roster in 2023. I think I said around like week 14, week 15, mm-hmm. and I wasn't happy when I was saying it, you know, and I remember you were like, Oh really? You know, like it was, <laughs> I didn't like saying it, but I was hearing some things and I was thinking about it and I'm like more and more, I'm like, Jalen is going to get traded, isn't he? And then it's weird because there was a shift for me when I started to hear that Jalen was going to get traded. And then I was like, I couldn't really believe it. So I was like, oh, he's not going to get traded. Then I was like, okay, he's absolutely getting traded. So I have some insider news on this. Uh, I've talked to two Rams sources uh, inside the organization. And uh, before I hit the burning question for you, okay, just want to add some clarity here because there are some... Uh, you know, numbskulls on the, whether it be ESPN, Fox Sports 1, whatever, they're trying to make this out to say that Jalen Ramsey is a locker room cancer and that this was a locker room cancer move. And I can tell you right now, that was not the case. Uh, About a month ago, Jalen was told he basically was no longer going to be a part of, you know, this team moving forward. He wasn't a guy that they were going to build around. Uh, They were going to move him. They weren't going to guarantee the back end of his contract like he wanted. Uh, So he wanted to stay with the Rams. That's what he wanted. Okay. And it has nothing to do with, I know it comes out a little different because Jalen comes out and he says, I've been praying a long time for this. Well, Cam, last time I checked the month can be a long time. And you know, that's a lot of days. And when he was told a month ago that, you know, the Rams no longer needed his services, obviously probably nicer. I would imagine. Um, Jalen said, okay, 
trade me over to Miami. You know, we got a, a tax free state. Uh, you talk about, you know, going and playing where you played your college ball, not exactly where, but you played at Florida state and you got family there. And that's where Jalen wanted to go. Um, now you can say what you will about the Rams taking less and all that, uh, you know, maybe Jalen hurt them, but the Rams took, you know, they put themselves in this position, you know, and I think they really, uh, kind of suppressed how much they could have gotten, by just dragging this thing on for about a month since Jalen was told a month ago, he was being traded. Um, there were people in the organization cam, and I won't say how high up, but you would be surprised that did not buy that. He was getting traded. We're told he wasn't getting traded and now here he is getting traded. So burning question for you uh, is the Rams return third round pick and Hunter long for future hall of fame quarterback cornerback Jalen Ramsey acceptable <laughs> absolutely not uh absolutely not Jake as you know I'm sure Twitter knows your your point of view there on that trade <clears throat> just a it's, little bit yeah it's just it's it's disheartening to see I think we talked about it before just the lack of of uh, compensation for our trades I think we talked about on the last podcast it's like putting your finest furniture your finest uh collectibles out in the yard and say, hey, this is for free. You got your fine china, you got your PlayStations, you have all the stuff you love in your home in the Rams house and it's out on the yard for free. And, you know, with Jalen, he didn't get anything for free, right? He got he got Hunter Long tied in for Boston College. I played at Syracuse, so we, ne- we never liked Boston College guys, but, you know, <laughs> you know, they, they you know, they, they do pretty well in the NFL. We talk about John Johnson coming from Boston, Boston College and other players. But I don't think that trade was fair, number one. And then number two, you know, my thought process is, what do the Rams want, right? What does Les need? What does he want? What is he thinking? Um, you know, Jake, a lot of times we discuss this, but some teams don't want to win, right? Sometimes their goals are just a little bit different than a championship or something else. So, you know, I, I do realize that the Rams have to figure out how to balance their books, right, which, which they're doing. Um, but I'm not sure if they with the, this move, I'm not sure if they want to win next year. Uh, it, it's just not evident to me. I think we talked about on the podcast. It's hard to put people in seats when they know people don't want to win. And so this feels like a, a move where it's like, hey, we're going to rebuild. We're going to get <laughs> rebuild and kind of get get our feet underneath us. But Aaron Donald's halfway out of the door right from retiring. Matthew Stafford might be finished, you know, in a couple of years or so. Are we? Are, do we want to win next year? That's my big question. That's my burning question, Jake. Is do the Rams want to win next year? <laughs> oh wow, we're getting uh, dual burning questions this time around. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think the Rams want to do something they haven't done. Um, they want to try and have a real rebuild, um, but they're in a weird predicament because they have an Aaron Donald contract who they feel committed to, whether they feel like they should move him or not. They know the fan base would literally go into a frenzy. Um, and that's a guy that let's be honest here. He's probably going to have a statue of him doing the whole ring me thing outside of SoFi. If we're being honest here, if that's, you know, the statue outside of SoFi, I will not be shocked. Um, so I don't think they're going to, I think he'll retire Ram 
And then you have Stafford, right? And there was the talk. Lombardi comes out and he says, you know, the Rams are definitely trying to move Matthew Stafford. They just can't because I don't think they're definitely trying to move him. I think it was something like Jordan had mentioned something to keep an eye on. Jordan Rodriguez of The Athletic, something to keep an eye on on her podcast uh, with Rich Hammond. She had said it was something to keep an eye on if the Jets did not get Aaron Rodgers, which it looks like by all accounts, the Jets are going to end up with Aaron Rodgers. I get that because the Jets are one of those teams where they're all in. Uh, they just, they're a quarterback away. They've put together a really good roster. Joe Douglas, the GM has done a really nice job. They needed a quarterback. So if Rodgers didn't go there, Jimmy Garoppolo already signed. He was the backup plan to Rodgers and Carr. Carr's already with the Saints. Baker's in Tampa. There's not a lot of places you can go. So at that point, it becomes a demand thing. And with that contract, the Rams might not have gotten a good return, but the Jets might have been like, hey, we're so desperate. And Matthew Stafford is already a a top, you know, three quarterback in his conference. He comes over the AFC. He already has that championship medal. You know, he knows what it takes to win. He's already been around that. So now he's already been in this type of situation. We'll go. Maybe we'll throw a first round. Maybe we'll throw two first rounders. We'll take on his deal. It's okay. We just, we need to make this work because we need to be able to win a Super Bowl and bring a Super Bowl back to the Jets. I I think that's something that could have happened, but Rodgers is going to be the Jets quarterback. And now there's not going to be a desperate team trying to get Matthew Stafford. The only desperate team that would try to get Matthew Stafford is probably in the NFC somewhere. And that team is not going to get Matthew Stafford because the Rams still believe they can compete with the offense. They have a third place schedule. I just looked at yesterday. It's not a great schedule. And Cam, I'm not going to lie. I see them winning eight to nine games as it stands right now. And I think they're going to get better through the draft. Right. But I mean, that puts you in position to maybe make the playoffs. Maybe. So here's what I will say. I think with Matthew Stafford, I think they're going to keep him. Um, And I think next year, they're looking at 60 plus million that they freed up with those moves. They only freed up like 15 million this year. Uh, So you look at it and you're like this year, this, this sucks. But next year, they, they freed up over $60 million in cap space. They're probably going to be able to flirt with that triple-digit number, uh, depending on what happens. So that I could see uh, 2025 feels like the best bet to get back to the Super Bowl. 2024 seems a little too early based on what you're doing this year. But the the best-case scenario here is that their offense goes back to number one in the league like McVay has had before. He did his first year with the Rams. And so they go, you know, top of the league and the defense is not horrible, but they're like, okay. And the team is able to get in the playoffs and scare some teams. And then they prepare and they have something to build off of going to next year. I think they, this is not a team that can tank for Caleb Williams, which I'm sure you've seen on Twitter. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. (laughs) It's not, it's not a team that can tank. And I'll tell you right now, if they tried to tank, the NFL would be all over them because yeah. this is this team is good enough to win at least four games. I think they win eight to nine, but you can't tell me they're going to be able to only they're not going to lose 15, 16 games, which is what it's going to take to get the number one overall pick. Yeah. And, and Jake, I, I want to stick to that point. You mentioned the quarterback moving Baker Mayfield going to the Buccaneers. <laughs> 
that 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 is funny. It's funny that happened, Jake, when it happened. So I'm literally I'm I'm in Tampa right now as we speak. So I go to this um, location in in Tampa, downtown Tampa, and uh, I'm hanging out with my with my fiance, my, our friends. We're, we're just having a good time. And guess who walks up, Jake? Uh, literally the same day, um, or before before the Baker Mayfield move move happens. Um, Jason Light, uh, the GM for the Buccaneers, he he, he pulls up. Oh with my this, god! Pulls up with this family out of nowhere. He's like, "Hey, son, like Cam used to play for us. You know, we're talking to his wife. Uh, you know, they buy us a drink. You know, because uh, we're getting That's you know awesome. mar- married soon. So it was a good you know good engagement." And of course, the day is so I'm wearing my Syracuse gear. You know, we actually biked up to this spot uh, from my house and I'm wearing my Syracuse gear. And that day, Jake, I happen to be rebelling against the Tampa Bay community. Unfortunately, I'm literally wearing my Rams shorts (laughs) from when I played at the Rams. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I'm talking to Jason Light and have my Rams gear on, like, what the heck is going on? And I, I kind of think about, think about it, just the Rams and the Buccaneers relationship where, you know, I went from the Rams to the Buccaneers, back to the Rams, and then back to the Buccaneers. So I always talk about that that relationship between these two teams as like a um, a mom and a dad, right? Like, you know, yeah, you know, my parents, I, I, my parents were divorced when I was four years old. So I would, you know, go spend time with my mom, go spend time with my dad. And so the relationship was similar. So to see a couple of days after that, to see Baker Mayfield go from the Rams to the Buccaneers, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if Jason saw those shorts and just reflecting on our conversations like, hey, can we go from the Buccaneers to the Rams? Let, let's see what, <laughs> what we can do here. You know, uh, Tom Tom Brady just retired. You know, the Buccaneers do need a quarterback. So Baker Mayfield going to the Buccaneers. Um uh, I'm, I'm getting some mixed reviews, you know, here in Tampa in regard to that, but it's, it's been quite interesting, Jake, just to see that uh, that move there. And uh, another thing, you know, we're, ta- we're talking about quarterbacks. One thing that I didn't like seeing was seeing Mike White go from the Jets to the Dolphins. So at this point, is it like, wait, does everybody want the Dolphins to, to win in the AFC? Like, what what's going on here? So it, it's been a lot of movement, but I would love to get your thoughts on kind of that that quarterback free agency movement. Yeah, it was uh, it was bizarre. Um I mean, of course, the 49ers get a, a third round pick for Jimmy G because he's the, the highest paid one. But then they nullified it by signing um, Hargrave. So it's canceled out. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, Hargrave is a fantastic player. It's not a bad thing that they did that, but it's canceled out. Um, you know, I think when you, you look at the quarterback uh, landscape, you know, you had your Andy Dalton go to the Panthers, right? Um, you know, you had... Uh, Jacoby Brissett, who I liked a lot, he's going to go to Washington. You know, you talk about Baker Mayfield, man, he only got 4 million. I was so upset about that. He got 4 million with 4 million in incentives. So it could go up to 8 million. It was reported at 8 million. Um, the problem with that is that the Rams are going to get maybe a seventh round compensatory pick, potentially a sixth, probably a seventh. If even they might not get a comp pick because it's so low. Um, you know, but I, I will say this for people that are really wanting Baker to come back. This was the best deal for him. He gets a chance to go and start. And if say anything happens to Stafford after the year, if the Rams need a bridge quarterback to start, 
Maybe they draft a quarterback in the 2024 draft or even 2023 draft. You can go out and get Baker next year. You have plenty of cap. You know, you're going to be a, uh, you know, an interesting free agent destination for any free agent, but you're talking about a player who already has really good experience with them, had a really good time there, was liked there a lot and left on good terms. Uh, From what I was told is that the Rams very much wanted Baker back, but it really just came down to the fact they don't have a lot of money to spend and (laughs) they could not justify spending, you know, that much money on a backup and Baker wants to start. He wasn't going to just sit behind Stafford. Now I've heard fan bases understand that. I've heard some of the fan base not understand. What I will say is that let's not forget Baker was the number one overall selection. He was, he set the rookie record for touchdown passes in a season and then fell off the face of the earth due to injury, due to poor coaching, uh, due to all sorts of stuff. So he's been through a lot. He's trying to get back. He's not trying to stay into this. You know, he's not trying to be the journeyman quarterback. No offense to the journeyman quarterbacks. He's not trying to be that guy that you bring in for a year. He's trying to become a franchise quarterback. I can't fault him. It doesn't make him selfish for not wanting to come back and be a backup to to Stafford. I've seen a lot of that. I feel like that's off base a little bit. But I do, I like that Baker gets a shot to start. I think if if you are a Baker fan, hoping he comes back to the Rams, the one-year uh, prove-it deal as a starter, you know, you root for him. He'll take over. He'll beat out Kyle Trask, I think relatively easy. And mm. uh, he'll be the starter there. And then next year, the Rams left cap space. And Cam, I know you're thinking the same thing. You probably thought the same thing. When you saw that one year, you're like, oh, okay. We'll see what ends up happening. Yeah, and he could easily say, right, the rest of his career, he's like, I was a guy that replaced Tom Brady. <laughs> when Tom yeah. Brady required, I was a guy that replaced Tom Brady. So, <laughs> like you said, like he fell off the face of the earth after, you know, some uh, football troubles and revived himself with the Rams. And now this is going to be yeah. an extra juice, that extra spark, being in Tampa, riding that Tom Brady wave and, you know, recreating his identity. I, I really like the move for Baker as well. Yeah, um, I mean, good offensive line, right? You talk about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, good weapons, better weapons they played with with the Rams because don't forget, he never got to play with Cup. You know, I don't yeah. even think he got to play with Allen Robinson. Maybe one game. I, don't, I actually, no, he never got to play with Allen Robinson. So I don't know. I'm, I'm all for it. Um, you know, I'm happy for him. I, I would have preferred him not in the NFC so I could root for him a little bit more. No offense, <laughs> Cam. Uh, but... You know, um, I like it for him. And I also like that. I mean, I hate it because I hate seeing him go. But Matt Gay deserved that that contract he got. Uh, It sucks. Sucks. But you just you got to feel good about that because this is a guy. Tampa basically threw in the the garbage can. Okay, Mm -hmm. they they chose suck up over him. Uh, I couldn't tell you as to why. And Matt Gay made them pay repeatedly. He beat them the first time they faced his first game as a Ram. And on, uh, I think it was Thursday football or Monday football, one of those. Um, And then he beat them to go to, uh, to the NFC title game. You know, Matt Gay was a model of consistency for the Rams. He didn't miss much. And that's why he got the richest free agent contract for a kicker. And I love it for him. Uh, The Rams were never going to be able to pay him that much money. Um, you know, I don't really know why they didn't try to tender him, at least try, but they were never going to pay him the money that he got. And he deserves the the payday. And, you know, I think the Rams look at this in, in a way like, hey, you know, I, I won't say the Rams feel like they developed Matt Gay, but they found Matt Gay uh, right after 
you know, finding Greg Zerline in the seventh round and having mm. him last as long as he did. Greg DeLay. So, you know, you have to feel good in, in some facet. Like, yes, you had your Sam Sloman hiccup here and, you know, you tried Cairo Santos and he was solid and you had Sam Thicken and he was all right, you know, but like, they have nailed on two huge kickers. We're talking best in the league, arguably in Matt Gay and Greg Zerline. So I would have to imagine that they can find another one of those again. Yeah, no, the Rams did a great job of finding Matt Gay and uh, shout out to David Cancer. He's my, my second agent actually who uh, pinned that deal for Matt. So I, I remember, you know, just the previous year, Jake, we were, we would go for players of the game, right? We would talk about, hey, even though the Rams might have lost his game, who we give game balls to? Matt Gay was a guy that was constantly on that list. Uh, Erica Donald, actually, Aaron Donald's uh, wife, I saw her put on Twitter like, wait, Matt scored all of our damn points last year. <laughs> so, you know, it is... It is like no chill. <laughs> no no chill. But, I mean, you know, I guess at the, at the, you know, the position she's in, she can do that, right? But Matt scored yes. all the points for the Rams last year, and uh, it's it's kind of brutal to see him leave. And back to your point, the Rams have done a great job of cultivating great kickers. Um, you know, you talk about Greg the Leg Zerline, right? Uh, him and, and John Fossil, the special teams coach who is now at the, at the Cowboys with Greg, um, he did a great job of leaving a legacy of just great special teamers. I, you know, I, I do think that. And then you go to our guy Riley Dixon on the on the punting side. You know, he he follows yeah. up Johnny Hecker. So the Rams have done a great job in the special teams area, and I do hope that we get another great kicker that can score some damn points here, Jake. So it'll be like you said, it'll be really interesting how things go um, in this free agency in this draft. Um, I do think we have to get people that can score points. A backup quarterback, right? Sadly, Mac, Mike, Mike White is gone, but a great backup quarterback who can score some points, and then a great kicker who can who can flip the field, who can um, do a lot of great things in the kicking game. So it's going to be very interesting. And, and Jake, I want to leave with this. Um, I know about two podcasts ago we talked about the quarterback market and what that looks like. Do the Rams draft someone? It's starting to look more likely now, Jake, that that draft is coming up here. So I'm super excited to see what happens. And Cam, I don't know if you saw, but the Rams did not tender my guy, Bryce Perkins. Mm. So that means, and he could come back according to his agent. That's still up in the air. Um, but that means that only Matthew Stafford still remains on this roster at the quarterback position. Cam, if anybody out there thinks they're not drafting a quarterback, because in my opinion, you got, you got to at least have four going into training camp and they only have one. Where are they getting the quarterback then? Riley Dixon, like I guess. Riley Dixon played quarterback, so yeah. he could be your fourth. He's, he's a free camp. agent too. They have free agents all over the, but they need to find a punter. If they don't bring back Dixon, they need to find a kicker. Long snapper, Matt Orzek just got a three year deal with the Packers. So they just lost their Super Bowl long snapper. They need to find all sorts. Uh, Taylor Rapp and Nick Scott are both um, taking free agent visits. Rapp and Scott both are expected to not come back to the Rams. The Rams want Nick Scott back, though. Uh, I do know that um, Jordan Rodriguez has put that out there. I've been told the same. They really like Nick Scott. Uh, I think, you know, you mentioned it. One of the broadcast guys called him uh, Raheem Morris's uh, assassin. Yeah, assassin. They very much like what he brings to the table. And uh, they take pride in the fact they found him in the seventh round. Special team guy really worked his tail off. 
I mean, there have been guys like that with the Rams. Talk about Rodney McLeod. I think yeah. he stands out immediately. It's just a UDFA out of Virginia that I don't think anybody really was like surprised that knew him, but you know, the, the household name uh, that he became to the point where, you know, he's going to the Eagles and the Colts and he's well known around the league now. Yeah. Like he was a guy that like nobody really gave a shot to. He's a, he's he a bleak podcast. Too, Jake. He's a bleak podcast too. So we probably should get him yeah. on here at some point. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We yeah. got it. hundred percent. I'm a big fan of Rodney. So uh, still root for him and everything. So, you know, I mean, that that's the whole, that's the whole thing there, you know? And I think they want Nick Scott back. I think right now, Nick Scott's meeting with the Bengals and they're like, well, come on now. Championship team. We, we, let's go. As, as long as you guys will take me with open arms after we beat you in the Super Bowl, <laughs> then I'm here. You know? Yeah, that's how but, it goes. Uh, that's how it goes. Sometimes, you, you know, the, when, when you beat a team, yeah. sometimes it seems like, hey, I kind of like him over there. Let's bring him on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you know, uh, what was it? Orlando Brown went over to the Bengals and the Chiefs beat them go. to go to the Super Bowl. So, there you, go. you know, but another one, uh, I mentioned Taylor Rapp. Um, a lot of teams around the league like his versatility and the Patriots right now, they're meeting with him. I would imagine they're the favorite. He seems like a Belichick guy. He seems like a guy that kind of moves all over the defense, a little chess piece there. Um, should be interesting. Uh, so just some names to keep in mind. We don't know what the compensatory picks will look like. Nick Scott, <clears throat> if you want a good compensatory pick, I would hope he gets around 8 to $10 million, but I wouldn't guarantee that. Um, Taylor Rapp, I think, is in the 8 to $10 million mark. He's got a big name. Um, you know, a lot of... You have to keep in mind... This is a guy that, you know, they go back to their draft board and be like, oh, yeah, that Taylor Rapp. We did a lot of research on this. We would have picked him here. You know, that's just, that's going back to the Rams trade. Rams went back to their draft boards like, we like Hunter Long. Give us Hunter Long. And, you know, the fans may not like it, but he is a former third-round pick from 2021, you know. So always hang on to those draft boards. You never know <laughs> what's going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rams are letting everybody go, but they did sign some guys. They brought back uh, Mike Hoyt. Thank God, because he was giving us some hope. Like, okay, yeah. little diamond in the rough here. It's going to get on that weight program. He's going to, you know, get down to maybe 275. Really good size for what they're asking because you already showed he could play at 310. Um, yeah. But then you have uh, Coleman Shelton, who just to kind of, you know, clear up the whole thing with him, his deal was really a one-year deal with an opt-out and he opted out and he got paid because of it. So good for him. You know, I'll, I'll clap to that. You know, he, he bought into himself, you know, he, uh, I, Hey, you know, we're, we're for the player too here, you know, obviously like the, the team getting a discount here and there cause you get more cap, but Coleman Shelton played well, you know, and I think he's a little underrated in that regard. Him coming back is a big deal. Um, so I'm glad they did that. They got some other guys as well. They brought in Christian Roseboom for another year. Uh, Sean Jolly, who we we mentioned they had signed uh, at some point during the season on the practice squad. Um, he did actually make it on the 53. He never really played, though. Uh, he did get brought back as well. So another secondary piece there. Um, they're still trying to trade Allen Robinson, Cam. Uh, nothing on that front. I don't know what they're going to do there. We need something, Jake. We, we, we need something, right? With the Jalen Ramsey piece, I'm sure all the NFL insiders are like, hey, why didn't you get more for Jalen Ramsey? So I hope with Allen Robinson, we get that one right. Because we, we have to, Jake. We need some guys that can score some points. We talked about 
quarterback, <laughs> more receivers. We have to figure this out. <laughs> oh, I absolutely agree. And then, you know, I'll answer your question, viewer, who's probably like, wait, they have no money. How did they, how they bring back Hoyt? How did they sign Shelton? They restructured Joseph no boom and saved 9 million. I have very big mixed feelings about this because you've already pretty much announced to the world. You're not going to kick the can down the road, but then you kick the can down the road with a guy who's coming off an Achilles tear who you don't really seem that committed to. I don't know. I don't like this cam. I like no boom. I'm rooting for him. I hope he comes back and he balls out. But uh, man, that contract is a bad contract. It just really is. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of the contracts, Jake, right now with the Rams aren't doing too well. So, you know, it 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 does beg, you know, it does get me excited though, Jake. I will say that <clears throat> with all the contract issues, with all the uh, rebuilding this year, I do think after next year's season, if the Rams make a run, right, with the brand new team, it's going to be really attractive. Number one for other coaches, right? Because like, hey. I love these coaches that are on the staff now. I would love to join and see what they've done to rebuild this house, right? Put the roof over, make sure this covering. And then also, too, for players, it's like, okay, if they got rid of all their players, like, number one, like, I have to be, I have to keep that in mind because if I do go there, that could be me. That could be, I could be a Jalen Ramsey or a Todd Gurley or uh, Alec Ogletree, right? That could be my future. Yeah. But also, if the Rams do really well, it could be like, whoa, this 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 team is hot again. L.A. has always been hot. Let's see what this looks like. So, Jake, as we kind of continue to talk through this, my heart is changing during this podcast. It's like, hmm, the Rams could be attractive in a, in, in a year or two, but it's going to take this year. Uh, of um, uh, of agony. I, I do think we're going to go through some agony this year, Jake, unless the draft goes really well and, and the free agency goes well. But as of now, um, we need some more trades. We need, we need, we need more, more than what we're getting. Yeah. You know, I was so bummed about the Ramsey trade because I was like, if they can get in the first round, they could get their quarterback in the future. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They have enough ammo to trade up and they could do that. And I would understand people saying, wait, 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 you just said trade up. We hardly have anybody on the roster. Why would you do that? I think it would be worth it to get your franchise quarterback. Um, I, and I have to say once again, I like Caleb Williams. I like USC. He is not possible. He is not an option. You know, if you think for a second, the team that gets him number one overall is going to trade him. I mean, it's the same thing when they were trying to, you know, stir up all the frenzy about the Colts picking Andrew Luck. Oh, they might go RG3. They never considered RG3. And they absolutely never considered trading that pick. That was (laughs) never in the cards. Okay. That was never going to happen. Andrew Luck was 100% going number one overall. He would have gone number one overall if he went the first year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Remember, he went back to school and got scrutinized because of it. And because everyone's like, well, Jake Locker went back to school and he got hurt. Like, this is a mistake. No, Andrew looks like I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to do my thing. I'm still going to go number one overall. And he did. Problem was right. The Colts (laughs) out of all these teams that have been so bad, the Colts just happen to have that one bad year, one bad year. And they get the next Peyton Manning. Now he did unfortunately have a shortened career, but it doesn't, basically take away from how almost perfect he was as a prospect. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I'm not saying Caleb Williams, uh, Caleb Williams is um, Andrew Luck, but when you talk about him, like he's generational, if you're talking about him like that and other teams are seeing him that way, 
if I'm picking number one overall, I'm not trading that pick away. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like I'm having the internal discussion. Like, Hey, if I have a Justin Fields, you know, going into the next year, right. And the bears are picking number one. And if I'm picking number one again, then Justin Fields is not it. That's what I've learned. Right. Right. If I'm picking number one again with any of these, like if I'm picking number one again, as the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, isn't it? Trevor Lawrence isn't who I thought he'd be. There's no reason I should be picking number one. If I'm going into another year with this rookie quarterback, Yeah, he didn't take the next step. Right. I'm going after that guy. I'll trade Trevor Lawrence. Right. Or, you know, whoever, like if you're picking number one, you're picking there for a reason. And I guess, honestly, Chicago might've wanted to consider going a different direction, but I get why they didn't because Justin Fields is dynamic as a runner and that'll keep him going a little bit longer, but he needs to get better as a passer. The point is cam though, like you can't just assume 2024 number one overall pick. It's not a guarantee. Um, and they're not, it is a guarantee. They're not getting that. They're not going to be the worst team in the league because they're not even the worst team in their uh, division right now, even with everything going on. Arizona is going to be horrible. I think mm-hmm. Arizona is going to be atrocious. Yeah. They will not have Kyler Murray until the halfway point of the season. Mm. Jake, and no lie, when we saw the NFL PA cards and the Arizona Cardinals were last, and I saw that they ha- they had they forced their players to pay for for meals. I was like, <laughs> ooh, as a former player, that pissed me off. So I just I can yeah. imagine current players being like, why would I go to a team and have them take money out of my check? just to eat every day like that's you're right uh <laughs> the cardinals are, are are the last of the last right now when it comes to uh, the division but you know let me not let me not talk too soon jake because you just never know you never know that's true these guys could come out of nowhere and figure it out but as of right now as a former player seeing what they've gone through and, and them being last on the nflpa uh, card I, I can see them struggling as well if they're not getting Kyle Murray to half halfway in the season doesn't it make you question why there's so many of these players that are signing with the Cardinals? Yeah. I mean, that just came out and you, all right, I don't care about paying for it. It's not about the money because you're obviously not, it's not going to like, you know, go, it's, you're not going to go broke, but it's like the premise of it. Like yeah. that's just <laughs> like, doesn't like, won't it, that carry over, you know? And another thing too, though, Arizona is, is an attractive place, right? I think for a lot of guys, if they want to retire later, okay, I've, I have now uh, invested in a retirement uh, location. If you go to Florida, like Baker Mayfield, like, okay, let me buy some property out here while I'm here. So Arizona could be a great place for that off the field, but you know, Hey, it's each his own. Hey, and it's funny, you know, one of the first things I thought when I saw the Jalen uh, picture with him signing the contract is that like Miami isn't going to have the trailers. <laughs> so no. Jalen is going to be like, Ooh, this, this is different. This you know? is looking really nice. The amenities are really nice. Right. Like I, I'm uh, next to the other best corner in the league. Like this is going to be an excellent location for me. Miami, he can buy a home on star Island out there, whatever that looks like. I mean, he, he's going to be sad. He's going to be sad. It, I'm happy. Oh, for, yeah. I'm happy for Jalen. It's just unfortunate we just we got a third, a third round, a third rounder, and Tyler uh, Hunter Long. So, hey, yeah, <laughs> and it could have been like a win-win. Like, okay, I don't agree with it. You get four years of elite play at corner, and then you're trading him away. But if you got like a first and third or whatever, that would have been a win-win. But like this, to me, 
Miami won it. I mean, and they're barely paying him more than what the, I don't even think they're paying him more than what the Rams are paying him. They're just guaranteeing his contract the next two years. Um, so this guy gets to cash in the bag again in two years. They think got about that. And they got he Mike White too, Jake. Up. I mean, they got Mike White too to, to be behind Tua. Like, dude, Tua? They, they're, the, the, the Dolphins are doing what I hope that the Rams would be doing. It's just, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, they paid, I think they paid all of their running backs too. I think they brought them all back. Got them so locked in. They, they, they like what they like what they got there. They they have plenty of weapons. Um, they actually, I think they just brought in Deshaun Elliott, who was like a two million dollar contract at safety. I would have mm. loved the Rams to go after him, but um, yeah, actually, one thing I'll I'll throw out there: not a Ram stat. Well, I guess it is because he's a former Ram. But Jalen Ramsey, get this. I saw this the other day. I was like, what? So. The, there were there have been three like elite cornerbacks. I think it's like however many All Pros or Pro Bowls. They, I think it's three time All Pro. Uh, you might have seen this graphic. The way you're looking at me, it looks like you might. Have. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so there have been three uh, other corners besides Jalen that were like three time All Pros, I believe. And there was this graphic that I saw all three won Super Bowls with their third team. Mm. So those three corners or those three DBs. Tyron Matthew, right? Mm-hmm. Darrell Revis, and with the Patriots, and Deion Sanders. Aha. Uh-huh. And, and Jalen's with his third team. I mean, he won with the he won one with the Rams. He's going, you know, to the Dolphins. They're looking dangerous, my man. Like I feel like they're winning the. I mean, I don't know if the Jets, you know, GM, uh, the Rams, GM, they were like, all right. Let's make sure that the Dolphins get what they want this year because they, they've been struggling for a long time. So let's make, you know, who knows, Jake, right? Like, the, you know, these owners, they could be talking like, hey, hold me down this year. And then, you know, you win a championship. You make sure you hold me down the following year, blah, blah, blah. Who knows if those conversations happen? But it just seems that way because the Miami Dolphins, they're they're up right now. So, yeah, yeah, it, it was the the first year once they got to their third team. That was the big thing. So is Jalen about to win a Super Bowl with Miami? I don't know. They Ooh. went out. They the trade they made for uh, you know they went out and they got Bradley Chubb at the end of last year. They signed him to a long term deal. They're going uh, all out. Chris Greer's really he was feeling the heat, a uh, big time. Uh, the GM and they're making moves. They're making well, moves. question is, <laughs> what will the Rams do? Because. I don't think the Rams are going to be content just sitting there doing nothing for the next, you know, for the foreseeable future. Um, I think this is a year that, you know, they'll go all out for the offense and we'll see what happens with, uh, with their defense. I think they got a lot of confidence in Raheem Morris. I think they got a lot of confidence in that coaching staff that they put around him and, or he's hired to be fair. I think he's hired majority of them. Um, I think that there is I don't I don't hate what they're doing. Uh I, I I'm not a huge fan of it because I think when you have the guys, and we've said this before, I know I sound like a broken record, but you, you've had, you know, you have Stafford, you have Donald, you have Cup, these guys kind of in the back end of their their contract, kind of in the back end of their careers, so you could argue. Um to me, now is the time to to go after a Super Bowl. And I know he came back, Darius Slay, but didn't you for a second like think back to when the Rams used to be like, we'll just go out and get whoever. 
like for a second, I thought about the alternate universe where the Rams didn't get Jalen Ramsey. They restructured a bunch of deals. Now this would suck in the long term, but at least it'd be fun in 2023. Uh, in an alternate universe, I think they would have signed Darius uh, Darius Slay. I think he he went back to the Eagles, but I think 100. I think they they would have been able to get him. I really believe that. I think the Rams would have probably traded picks to go out and make sure he comes to the Rams. I think they would have gotten him from the Eagles. And I think we would have had Slay and Ramsey in an alternate universe. We would have had that. That'd have been that'd have been sick. And I know Jordan Poyer, I know he re-signed with the Bills recently, but I know he was on the marker for a little bit. So it's like, come on, man. Can, yeah. What can we do here? He was close to signing with the Dolphins, I heard. I was like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> that team, man. Yeah, they're going, they're that, going. I mean, in. that division you would hate to be the Patriots because it's like, how are they going to win in that division? The The bills are still really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jets have Aaron Rodgers now and we're a quarterback away. So if Aaron Rodgers just reverts back to his MVP season, no one really stands a chance. Uh, then you have the dolphins. If Tua stays healthy, he played very well uh, when he was healthy. You know, he was arguably in the, the MVP conversation for a little bit. And then you have that elite secondary. You got the pass rush, Jalen Phillips. You had Bradley Chubb. You know, the offensive line isn't bad. I think it's a little underrated, you know. And then you have the weapons, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Watt. I mean, <laughs> my God. Yeah, it's like, not even funny. That division. And then you're the Patriots. You're like, we signed Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, like you know, woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting in the afc like you said um <clears throat> the nfc you know there's a lot of moving pieces so you know we'll, we'll see what happens jake i think <clears throat> alan robinson i think he's our last hope man to get somebody really good in this in this free agency um we're gonna we're gonna need some juice man because it's it is looking like a rebuild you just named it you said you got aaron donald uh <clears throat> cooper cup and then Matthew Stafford, like that's that's it. You know, everything else relying yeah. on the coaches, relying on just the energy that LA brings, the Rams fans bring, but that's pretty much it. So, you know, at this point, Allen Robinson, he's our hope to like get up, get on the up and up or the draft, you know. <laughs> we'll see. I'm very curious what direction they're gonna go in with the young guys because like are you sold on Jacoby Durant, Darion Kendrick and um, Robert Rochelle? Because like for me, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, you know what? Your market's kind of dry. This is wave three of free agency. Come on back over Troy Hill. Just, just come back over. Be, be our veteran. We, we need a guy, you know, and it wouldn't be that expensive. I don't think, I think Troy Hill would probably be like a great fit. You know, if he were to stay with the Rams, um, you know, that veteran guy that, I mean, he came from nothing, you know um, you know, I think he's somebody to show you how you can really kind of just build your way up. I mean, I don't have to tell you this, you saw it firsthand, but you know, he's somebody that like, he bounced around. I think he was on the Bengals a little bit. He was on the Patriots. Then he came to the Rams and was a, you know, camp body, right? He was labeled a camp body. And then he turned that camp body and ended up being, he carved out a pretty decent career. I would say, I mean, he, he deserves some credit. He's, he's a good player. And, uh, he picked off Josh Allen, uh, the, the first game of the year. He, Josh Allen does not want to see him again, but <laughs> no, I, I think he would make sense. Um, you know, when people are like, Hey Jake, what about Ezekiel Elliott? Or Hey Jake, what about miles Jack? 
those guys don't make sense because Miles Jack is probably going to get paid. And Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, I just don't really like how does he complement that backfield? Yeah. You know, Cam Akers, the last, and you know, because I was all over Cam Akers at the beginning of the season, rightfully so. I mean, he was pretty, you know, not good. Um, but his play definitely got better. Uh, definitely got better the last like five, six games. Cam, if you average that, I probably said this before on the show, but I'll say it again. If you averaged what he did the last five to six games of the year, he's a top three running back in the NFL. You average that over a 17 game season. So I don't know why we're so quick to get rid of him. I definitely don't know why we're so quick to get rid of him for Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, (laughs) I I think Elliott would just be taking away, you know, developmental uh, snaps from Kyron Williams. He'd be taking away carries from Cam Akers. I'm not high on Zeke Elliott. He plays behind a really good offensive line in Dallas and he's 28. So like, yeah, he's not as old as everyone would expect, but it's like Zeke doesn't have the burst he used to have. Like he's not the same running back. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I don't see the point of that. Yeah. He's, he's a beast. Zeke is a beast. I know he came in around the same time that Todd Gurley did. So you know, I did see a stat where I saw his rushing yards when he first started until now. And, of course, they've decreased, you know, big time. He's He ta- he gives a lot of hits, right? As a running back, I've seen him yeah. lower his shoulders and really, you know, punish people. But he takes a lot of hits as well. So that stuff might be catching up to him. And, and going back to your point, I think the Rams running backs, I think they're I think we're good there, Jake. I think we saw at the end of the year they heard us say, hey, run the damn ball, run the damn ball. <laughs> I, I, I like the Rams running backs right now. I, I think, we're, of course, where we need to, to beef up in is the offensive line. So we, we talked about this. And then, Jake, going back to the defensive side, I love the concept of having a, a leader like Troy Hill, someone that's familiar with Aubrey Pleasant. I know Aubrey's going to be the passing game coordinator. He's going to be the D-backs coach. He knows Troy Hill. He, he's very comfortable. Uh, been in locker rooms where they've had some some fun banter, and that's a good that's a good call there. As a yeah. as a leader, we need a leader as a pass rusher for sure. Uh, outside of Aaron Donald, you know, no disrespect to, to our guy AD, but we need another leader out there. I know Hoy is now in the mix, but Jake, what's your? I, I know at the linebacker position, you know, the linebacker at the end of the day is the quarterback of the defense. I do like the concept of Levante David. You know, I know Allen Robinson. We're thinking about the trade, but you know, he might be too expensive. But that's Levante's my guy. You know, we've already we've already sent Baker Mayfield to the Buccaneers. But how about we go ahead and send a Buccaneers guy over to the Rams? I would like to see Levante <laughs> David as, as a linebacker for this defense. Um, it, it would be awesome when it comes to the money part and the contract part. Definitely have to work something like that out. But Levante is, is a guy I think we should consider. What do you think, Jake? Well, <laughs> man, Levante's played like ten years, right? Yeah. So when I was like 17, 17-year-old Jake was dying for the Rams to pick Levante David, dying yeah. for it. And uh, they did not do that. But yeah, I mean, if if it was possible with their money, I think that would be nice. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, you know, I think you probably get one veteran. That's why I'm thinking it's probably Troy Hill. They'll probably stay close to the vest. Um, I definitely wouldn't be against it if they had the money. I just don't think that they're going to. I'm actually really excited for Ernest Jones because I had I had tweeted out the projected defensive lineup uh post Jalen Ramsey trade. And I didn't say this sucks. I didn't say this is great. I didn't say anything. I just tweeted it out. And there were people in the comment section like upset with me like, oh you shouldn't be tweeting this out. Like I just like, you know, spread some 
evil, you know, thing. Uh, Ernest Jones quote tweets it and said, you know, I'm excited to go to war with these dogs. He didn't say anything negative towards me. Like he was like, bring on the challenge. Cause he could see the comments. Cause he could see people that were doubting this team. That's who I want as a leader. Mm-hmm. And I was actually going to say they brought in Bobby Wagner to be the mentor to Ernest Jones. Mm-hmm. Ernest Jones had a whole year off season, regular season going through the motions with Bobby Wagner. And he just followed Bobby Wagner, tried to learn what he was doing, what things that he's you know good at, whatnot. Obviously, Bobby Wagner was an elite level talent, not just a talent and athlete too. So there are things that he does on a football field that I don't know Ernest Jones can do. Yeah. But Ernest Jones, <clears throat> let's not forget his rookie year when they needed him to be at his best and his best was required. He stepped up in that Super Bowl game. He stepped up down the stretch. And I think he got a little underrated last year because, you know, everyone was seeing number 45 flying all over the place. (laughs) This guy can still play. Mm -hmm. He can still play. He's young. They, you know, he was a rookie the year they won the Super Bowl. He's going into his third year. You bet your ass he's ready. And that gets me excited because, You know, you could say what you will about the defense, how they might get waxed and whatnot, whatever. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think they have a true leader in Ernest Jones. I really believe that. I think the Rams know what they have in him. And I think part of the reason they're deciding to go in this direction of offense matters more than defense, not just the Chiefs and the copycat league of it all. No, Cam, I would actually say more so. It's what they saw last year when Aaron Donald wasn't in the game. You know, when Aaron Donald was on the sidelines or not there um, because he was hurt. Yes, you had Ramsey. Yes, you had Wagner. But look at the guys that stepped up. Russ Yeast, Quentin Lake at the end of the year, right? You talk about, obviously, Ernest Jones. But then guys like Michael Hoyt, Keir Thomas, Daniel Hardy, and Bobby Brown especially. Bobby Brown is a very intriguing one. Fourth round pick they loved. They got super young. And he makes a mistake. You know, he gets suspended for uh, the performance enhancing drug thing. But this guy comes back and he was really good for them down the stretch. So now all of a sudden it's like, eh, maybe we don't need Craig Gaines. Maybe we don't need to pay a Sean Robinson. Maybe we like those comp picks more than having that player because we got Bobby freaking Brown, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's, that's the the blessing of it is I think when you, you have a season like that, you really find out what you're made of. And I think the Rams took kind of towards the end of the year, like, man, these guys are playing as tough as possible. And I mean, we're not playing for anything Mm -hmm. five and 12, you know, and you got Bobby Brown going out there. He gets a sack. He's freaking out, excited and everything. You know, I I think you mentioned it kind of that youthful exuberance. We've talked about uh, a few times. I think that's part of why they're doing what they're doing. They're thinking, Hey, You know, we have Aaron Donald. He's a key leader. He's a key piece. He can dominate. He's going to make it easier on the secondary because of what he can do in the trenches. He'll help out the edge defenders because of what he can do in the trenches, you know, forcing double teams, sometimes triple teams, getting these guys one-on-one matchups. Now, all of a sudden, your pass rush is helping your secondary. Aaron Donald in the interior is helping your outside backers, right? Then your linebacker and Ernest Jones, who can play and run support, who can come up and make a tackle, 
you know, who could put stick his face in the fan, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, Ernest Jones can be that guy. So now you have everything, right? I'm not saying this defense is going to be top 10, but I do trust Raheem Morris and I do see kind of the direction they're going in. It doesn't mean I have to love the direction they're going in, but I understand where they're coming from. And I think it really happened because let's be honest, Cam, if this team just faltered down the stretch, they were in every single fourth quarter going Mm -hmm. into every single fourth quarter. They're in every single game, except for the chargers game. And the Rams, you know, the, the brass probably looked at that was like, Hey, maybe we don't need these stars everywhere. Maybe we need to just focus on the offense. I mean, Mm -hmm. we had stars on the offense and couldn't, you know, muster points. So let's put more emphasis on the offense. Maybe that's what's happening. You know, I I love your, your, you defending Ernest Jones, right? You have a good point there. It's like at the end of the day, let's figure out what we're made of. And you really realize Ernest Jones stepped up Super Bowl and, this past season, he's been groomed properly by Bobby Wagner. Uh, I know I mentioned Levante David. I just looked it up. Uh, he signed back with the Rams the other day. So that's off the table, unfortunately. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, gotcha. that's unfortunate. Um, but when it comes to leadership in general, I think if they're going to get it from the coaching staff. So that's number one. Um, from the defensive backs, right? You sign a Troy Hill back to make sure you get that that ump again. Um, and then your Ernest Jones. I, the way you defended him, I'm, I'm sold on Ernest. You know, I'm sold at this point. Uh, He's he's locked in. Uh, you know, if he showed you love on Twitter and, you know, Bobby Wagner gives him the thumbs up just from, you know, the time that he's been at the Rams and helped groom him. Then, hey, let's let's rock and roll. Jake, and let's kind of see what what the Rams are make up, made of. Uh, you got the Kobe Durant, you know, in the in the back in the uh, on the back end as well. I think he's going to emerge as one of those leaders. I, I would love to see some more veteran presence back there. Just like, you know, you, you got um, you got some older guys who have been around the block a little bit that they may not have to start, Jake, but they're on that team to really show these guys, young guys the ropes. I think that would be really cool. But we'll see. We'll see. The, the Rams are looking at their, their you know, the roster right now and saying, hey, y'all have to step up. All of the leaders, these guys are out now. The guys that are in this locker room, you have to step up and we have to do, you know, work with what we have. So, um Next year is going to be interesting. I do think the following year is going to be a a very great year for the Rams because of the team that they're building and working with now. Um, They can go out and win some games. So we'll see, Jake. I know a lot of the drama happens uh, on Fridays. I know today's a Thursday. So uh, maybe some more drama at the end of this week. But, you know, we'll see. That'll be like a go figure moment where like something will happen tomorrow that will make this podcast like literally stale. Like everything we said, will just be like nullified. Cause that's how it works. We'll just be like, Oh yeah, we, you know, I think they could sign a guy like this. And then, you know, Mike white goes off and signs at the dolphins. Like you were mentioning, I was like, that is so typical. Um, but you know, like, you know, to, to, to your point, you know, that veteran presence, I think that's Troy Hill. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they, that seems the most realistic. If Rams fans out there, if you're you're looking for who are we going to sign Jake? Honestly, it's probably going to be a re-sign of Troy Hill. That's who I think right now. That's Mm -hmm. my prediction. I think they go out and they get that vet. Uh, That doesn't mean that's the only thing they'll do, but it's the only thing I think they're going to do honestly, outside of maybe bring back, you know, some of their guys. I don't think they're really going to go out of, uh, you know, out of the organization, get anybody. Um, Not that I know of, the Allen Robinson trade cam, if they don't get that done, um, you know, soon, then I think the Rams will probably do that, uh, post June 1st, which would save them more cap space. But now all of a sudden 
yeah, it saved you more cap space, but free agency is like over, right? <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's kind of whatever. Um, and it would, you're basically putting it into 2024. So I don't think that's what the Rams want to do, but it's going to be hard to trade him. He is looking for a trade with the, uh, with his agent. So we'll see what ends up happening on that. That is really the, the big news for the Rams. If you're going to monitor anything and I've said it, I think the domino that has to fall is Allen Robinson getting traded. If Allen Robinson is traded, the Rams might be able to do some other stuff. Uh, if he is not, I don't know what the Rams are really going to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it'll be the, the draft and you got a second, you got two thirds. Uh, you don't have a fourth, but you got three fifths. You got, I believe three sixths and a seventh. You got like 10 or 11 picks. Um, I think it's 11. It's a lot of picks. And I think there's, there's opportunity being at pick 36. You can trade down in the second round and you can get another third. I know there are people like, rolling their eyes like, no, 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 no. I'm not trading down again, <laughs> but no, 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 hear me out. You trade down the second, you get another third, maybe a fifth. Now you have 13 picks. I mean, not to quote a GM that didn't work out with the Browns, but uh, remember Sashi Brown when he said, uh, you know, we're not always going to hit on all our picks. So we want a chance to, we want as many picks as possible to have a chance to hit on one. <clears throat> not a great quote, but I see what he was saying is that you want a lot of picks and uh, the Rams, let's be honest, we need them. <laughs> they, need, they need picks yeah. and they need to hit on these guys like no tomorrow. Yeah. They really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, you could say what you will about their cap space next year and saving money. What cannot go unstated is that while they're saving money, while the, you know, whatever, they'll have 60 or 70 million in cap space. There's something here that needs to be said. Okay. Because the fact of the matter is that if you have you know, 60, 70 million next year, that also means there are guys coming off the books. That also means there are holes that you have to fill guys that you have to replace guys that you might have to bring back. Mm-hmm. That's not 60, 70 million onto this roster, you know? So I think we kind of lose sight of that sometimes. And that's kind of my vibe. You know, this year you only have what 42, 43 players on the active roster right now. Mm-hmm. How do you, how, Cam, I don't even know how they're going to get to 90. Yeah. I, I I really, I don't think they have enough money to get to 90. I'm just being honest. Yeah, you you saying that, Jake, <clears throat> I think that's just more emphasis that Allen Robinson trade has to go really well, and then the Rams have to win with these draft picks, right? When the, when the Rams yeah. fans watch this draft, we should expect all those players to be contributing and to win football games, right? And that's gonna, I think that's going to get folks in the seats, but that has to be our, our move because, like you said, there's only 40-something guys on the roster, we're going to draft a couple of them. I need to be seeing a lot of those draft picks starting on offense, defense, and special teams to go win some football games. And if not, the guys that are on this roster right now to go get that done because we, we've sold the farm. <laughs> we sold the farm. We need some guys to come in and contribute right away. I 100% agree. And uh, for that reason, I feel like – Obviously, great decision to go out and trade for Jalen Ramsey. Two first rounders and a fourth. It was steep, but it made sense to only get four years out of elite production, then trade him away for a bag of beans. Essentially, <laughs> not my favorite thing, um, you know. And then, you know, this kind of goes back to you know, kind of wrapping up the show here. This kind of goes back to when we were talking about Brian Burns and how I got really excited about Brian Burns and all of that. But now it's like, 
if this is the way they're going to kind of build their team to me, I'm not making a big, big splash move trading away multiple first round picks so I could have four years of a guy. Uh, I want him to be a cornerstone piece, you know? And I think, I don't know if that was ever what the Rams wanted and maybe things changed. Um, but it, it is, it's a very puzzling move and it's not something. And I will say like, I've gotten a lot of get over it on Twitter. Hmm. Cam, I think it's possible to never get over something. Like, for instance, I've never gotten over the fact that the Rams released John Franklin Myers. Mm-hmm. They caught him for nothing. I've never gotten over that. Okay. Never gotten over the fact that the Patriots cheated the Rams out of the first Super Bowl. Never gotten over that. Mm. I mean, I live with it, right? But I've never gotten over it. Yeah, I want to say you know? for, forgive, forgive, never forget, right? Forgive the Rams for, you know, yeah. trading away J- Jalen and and all those issues, but never forget because history repeats itself, Jake. And to be able to do your yeah. job properly and to be able to deliver information and news to to our fans, people that are listening, we have to know our history. So exactly. forgive, but never forget. History repeats itself. You don't believe me? Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre are going to the same team. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> that I, I'm sorry. I saw somebody's like, dude, the NFL script is out and it's Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, just like Favre did. And they they broke it down and they had like this almost the same number of wins, the same number of completions at this point, same number of games, same number of years. It's crazy. Something I, I'll send it to you off air because it it's wild. Uh, and obviously I'm not saying like the NFL scripted that because that is ridiculous. But it's hilarious. And this, the whole script thing is just funny to talk about. It's, it's funny. Like, Ooh, the script, like, Oh, well, did, did anybody have this on their script? The Rams getting rid of all these guys like that? Cause I sure as hell didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who the hell's writing this script? Yeah. They need to rewrite <laughs> it. No, you know, going back to the script part, people, these GMs and owners are creatures of habit. So if they see it work at one point, they're like, Oh, let's do it again. Right. So similar to the, um, Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets piece. They want a similar deal that uh, Matthew Stafford got. They Creatures of habit, you see it work one way, copycat, you yeah. see it work, and you want to do it again over and over. So, Jake, back to the point. Know your history because you just never know when it's going to come back up to, to, to benefit you. It's true. By the way, Creatures of Habit, both the Rams and the Bucks lost Cam but brought him back. Creatures of Habit. Creatures Bringing of back habit. a guy that they trust. Bringing back a guy that can contribute a true leader, a good dude. And that's why both teams brought you back that, that, and you know, I, that's not many uh, players can say that. Like, yeah. Hey, I had both teams I was on and we ended on such great terms that there was a reunion. <laughs> yeah. Who can say that? Yeah. How many, how many, play- twice. Yeah. How many people can say that? It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's unique. <laughs> Appreciate yeah, that, Jake. Exactly. Yeah, well, you know, I had to throw it out there. Uh, hopefully, you'll let me know if uh, they call you to to go play uh, next to Ernest Jones. At this point, I I really I'm saying I think we're gonna need you right now. I don't know how they're gonna be able to make that 90 man roster out. It's not. I don't think they have to get to 90, but as a joke though, I really don't know how they're going to make the 90 man roster. Yeah. So, uh, Hey, the, the jokes will keep coming as long as uh, cam doesn't shut me down. I'll keep mentioning it, but, um, going. that's going to do it. You have any final thoughts, cam? No final thoughts. It's <laughs> free agency period is, is, is wild, but Hey, Rams fans stay in there. Uh, next week we'll be back with some heat. 
So uh, hopefully no cussing, you know, oh, Rams, why don't you do this? Flipping tables. But hopefully some more, <laughs> some more positive news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only way you'll get us cussing is if they go and they trade Stafford and Cup at this point. Yeah, so exactly. Which is not happening. So I... I all right, I won't say it's not happening. It's not likely happening, but you'll never rule anything out when it comes to the Rams. Anyway, that is the show. Hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to subscribe, like, and comment, rate, review, all that jazz. Uh, go follow my guy, Cameron Lynch, at Cameron Lynch 50 on Twitter. Go subscribe to his YouTube channel. Link is in the description. Um, still trying to get all those videos up. YouTube is a pain, let me just tell you right now. But uh, our thank you for our sponsor, uh, betonline.ag. That's going to do it for us. You guys take care. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.